0: I'm Johnny Hart and you're listening to the Market Insights Market Pulse podcast. Let's join Oanda Senior Market Analyst Ed Moyer in New York. Good afternoon from London, Ed. How are you, sir?
1: I'm doing great. This is just like the old days.
0: It is. uh, No Trader Nick today and no Craig Earlham, so it's just the two of us, uh, to coin a phrase. Uh, Let's reflect on the week, first of all. And uh, all in all, a pretty bad week for stocks, was it not? it was um
1: rather disappointing i think there was um a, a lot of uh surprise with just um how robust the us service sector remains uh, we saw treasury yields um, resume their their rally and um i think what also you know was conflicting uh investor sentiment was that we 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 had some rather geopolitical concerns that are um making china take aim at apple and um you know the, the decline with apple shares was pretty uh, significant um you know the, the the decision for china to ban iphone use by government employees really um weighed on sentiment i mean Ch- china is you know they that's a production hub for apple china is also their uh, largest foreign market so the the, the 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 fear was that china was you know the China growth story is is I feel every week it just keeps getting slashed and uh, for for Apple um, this was you know one of the mega captech tech darling trades it's been um, you know kind of uh, lumped in with those other um, AI stocks and uh, we, we saw significant weakness there uh, today on Friday there is some buying of the of the dip but um, it is somewhat refrained so I think there's there's a a lot of fear that you know the the outlook for Apple is going to struggle. And and some of that is, has mainly to do with um, not just, you know, sales with uh, China, but it's also Europe as their growth outlooks are, um, I think uh, becoming a little bit more gloomier. And, and also too, we have the iPhone 15 launch, which that is going to be key. You know, if they, if the, the new camera and uh, some of the, uh, prospects of uh, how of much of a game changer the new watch will be, you know, th- th- this is going to be critical for Apple's, you know, um, future product uh, lineup. So um, I think investors are a little bit cautious on Apple. Um, but I think in the end, it's it's, it's going to be all about the economy. And, and right now, there's, there's rising risks for that.
0: It is amazing, Ed, how the release of just one or two products from a company can affect the market so much. Very
1: much so. And I I think when you you take a look at how Apple is positioned, uh, you know, they've been seeing, um, you know, their latest earnings report was softer trends. And I think there's probably, um, you know, good reason to anticipate that, uh, you know, the consumer is a lot weaker. And uh, a lot of that is because of the Fed's rate hiking cycle. Um, I think when you take a look at the, the cost of capital we're, we're starting to see businesses are struggling it's it's going to be much higher uh, that's going to weigh on uh, the US consumer and also corporate spending so we're we're looking at an outlook where I mean I, I feel like the last couple of months we've been talking soft landing soft landing um, it the, the, there's gonna come a moment where it just gets ugly um, and 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 that's going to be the true test so I mean Will people refrain from buying a new uh, iPhone? I, you know, There's probably uh, a, a good chance that that's the case. I think uh, one of the interesting uh, stories that I read was when uh, people were taking a look at how the Taylor Swift uh, demand for concert tickets has been just insane. Um, when you take a look at some of the interest uh, abroad, um, I, I think in, in the UK, uh, people were willing to spend up to a thousand pound on on tickets but then when asked further they had to highlight that they would need to get help to to cover that so i mean we're looking at a very a much weaker global growth story i think that it's it's pretty clear that for the u.s coming back to this side of the pond uh we're going to start to see significant weakness in the data um you know, whether it's, you know, there's several catalysts, student loan repayments are coming due, um, but the households are running out of that excess savings. Um, if people are seeing their credit card bills go up, those rates are getting uglier and uglier. And if you are in the market for a house, uh, and I, I don't want to get you started with housing because, you know, it's a lot worse over there, uh, but, um, you know, people are not going to be buying new ha- homes or, you know, financing a new car so the outlook is has really um, be, it's probably going to become a little bit more depressed but you know it's it's tough to to be all doom and gloom when you you're seeing so much robust uh, service sector data as as that's you know more than two thirds of the economy here um, but uh, I, I think you know as as we start to see default rates rise um, that's when things will become a little bit more pessimistic. So I think you, you have a lot of people. There's they're still kind of clinging on to that soft landing, but I think the the harsh reality is that things could get a lot uglier, um, probably towards the end of the third quarter. But you know, I, I think this is a market that uh, there's uh, people are people are going to be scrambling to to cash or you know parking their money, getting five percent um if they can and um we're we'll, we'll see what happens with fed policy but i think for for now the expectation is that uh, maybe they have one more left in them uh, as far as rate hikes go but uh, this is you know this i think the 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 key is going to be you know well you know just how restrictive are we going to you know the, the lags in feeling how restrictive policy has, has become is we're we're probably going to start to feel that a lot more in these coming months
0: Yeah, one does get the feeling that there's a more dovish feel out there. And you mentioned the housing market where you are. I hesitate to mention here, but we have seen figures this week showing that the uh, price falls are as bad as going back to 2009. It's a difficult time if you're in the market staying with your side of the pond though Ed I know you went to Canada didn't you for your holidays this summer and uh, we've had some quite impressive payroll figures uh, from Canada today is that anything to do with you
1: well the Moya household did our best to uh, support the Canadian economy in August um, I, I think when you we were motivated uh, little Susie got her passport so we wanted it to put it to use. Um, but uh, I think when you take a look at the Canadian economy, um, it, it's also, it's a somewhat of a different story than the rest of the world. Right now there's concern with Europe, China, but North America has been, you know, rather resilient. And, and, uh, you know, the, the 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 month before, a month ago, we we saw the Canadian economy lose jobs. It was only sixty four hundred, but still, it was kind of um, you know people were wondering: is this the beginning of a downward trend? And and uh, and obviously, August was rather impressive. Um, You know, coming in twice as above um, expectations, nearly at forty thousand jobs created. Um, This was just a, a very impressive labor report. I think when you consider, you know, the, the, the growth in wages, you know, that was expected to dip to 4.7%. Instead it rose from 5% to 5.2%. Um, you know, is this going to make the bank of Canada, you know, deliver one more rate hike? Well, we'll, we'll need to see uh, a lot more, um, robust data points to, to do that, but it does halt that, um, you know, that, that growing belief that they were done and that, that the economy was, you know, you know, heading towards a, a, a softer patch. So um, I think, you know, August is going to be one of those months that um, this is kind of where I think the peak of spending, the peak of travel, the peak of, um, of uh, especially in North America, the, the, the peak of the consumer. Um, and we'll, we'll see what happens. But this was, uh, you know, this helped make the Canadian dollar the, you know, the best, performing currency of the day. And uh, I, I think there's, there's probably um, some potential momentum ahead um, just given um, growth prospects and just as far as positioning goes. Um, when you take a look at Canadian uh, futures contracts, the open interest is at you know, some of the highest levels we've seen since um, earlier in the spring. Um, when, when we were at those levels back then, uh, we then saw um, a significant appreciation in the Canadian dollar. So it'll be interesting to see if that, you know, holds true again this time. So um, lots of momentum right now in Canada is, is the story. And uh, we'll see if that is able to, to hold up over these next couple of months.
0: It's been a good week for oil. The uh, oil price uh, edging ever closer to that uh, $100 mark. It's mainly at the moment, isn't it, because of this deal between the Saudis and the Russians. But there are other factors as well. I will
1: say I was I was in the bullish camp, um, more so targeting the ninety dollar region. So I feel uh, somewhat vindicated. Uh, I, I I think when you consider just the supply situation, um, when you consider U.S. inventories, OPEC, um, OPEC Plus's commitment to keeping this market tight um and uh, a a resilient u s economy now you know some of my reasons back then to be bullish was i anticipated a um a much more robust stimulus uh unveiling by china that that has not um uh, panned out um but but I, I think what we're we're seeing is you know for 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 the oil market um you know it's an interesting story because i i think there there was a lot of um expectations here that um, you know, it was going to be, remain tight. Um, you know, there was, uh, prior to these cut announcements, uh, the global market was poised for a supply deficit of about a million barrels uh, per day for the fourth quarter. Um, this decision nearly doubles that. So we're, 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 we're looking at an oil market that's going to be very, very tight. And then when you take a look at some of the, you know, U S inventory data, um, that's you know drawing some red flags um, now this this coincides with a very disheartening um outlook for europe. um The German data this week was abysmal, I think there's you know good reason to anticipate uh further softness going forward, but this market's gonna still remain too tight, and you know when you take a look at commodity prices they've been they've been rallying oil natural gas, iron ore. Um, and, and I think there's good reason to anticipate that, uh, while some of these are overbought, um, we, we, we could still, uh, see this, uh, movement extend. Um, so the the supply side right now is, uh, you know, driving the story. Demand will eventually matter and eventually, uh, be why, you know, this rally gets capped, but, um, you know, the risks of hundred dollar oil are back. And, um, I, I think that, uh, What's what's going to probably draw more attention though is the non OPEC um, production, and that's rallying um, pre- pretty significantly this year, and, and it should continue. So, while we're talking of that, you know, rather large uh, deficit in fourth quarter, I think first quarter, and everything will depend on the winter. So, if you know, if we have a cold winter, then. You know, 120 oil is, is pretty easy. Um, so we'll we'll see what happens. But um, the oil's been a, a, a very, uh, um, a, I think a, a macro driven trade. That um, I, right now, as we clear these key technical levels, um, you know, the momentum to the upside um, could easily, uh, I think, um, be embraced by traders. So we'll we'll see if that continues going forward. But uh, oil um, should remain very volatile. I think over you know these next couple months.
0: Okay. uh, Very interesting uh, to hear. And uh, we'll no doubt get more from you in the next few days. Have a very good weekend and speak to you soon.
1: Thank you. You too.